0: Welcoming Darcy Logan again. This is for part two. I want to talk to him about his role as curator, gallery services
1: manager. Manager. (laughs)
0: Yes. (laughs) Um, So, can you tell us a little bit about CASA? Why is it named CASA?
1: Um, Because it's a home for the arts in southern Alberta. Okay. It's not an acronym. Yeah. That was, was such a bone of contention for people when we first opened. Yeah. Like, of all the things you're going to fixate on critically, it's going to be the fact that it's not an acronym. I guess we just...
0: <laughs> what they want it to be. They wanted CASA to mean something different. Yeah,
1: they wanted it to mean... They wanted it to be an acronym for something. Oh. You know? The tagline was always creating arts in Southern Alberta. Yeah. But, yeah. Um, so CASA is a... Uh, multidisciplinary art facility in the heart of downtown Lethbridge.
0: And that's few few words to describe it because it's amazing everything that happens yes. there. Um, it's got well all kinds of like you do pottery, there's guilds. That yeah. t-
1: um, yes one, one, with few exceptions, the one okay. exception there's guilds but it's got uh, uh, public studio production spaces in ceramics uh, sculpture, woodworking, textiles, wow. photography, um, dyeing, printmaking.
0: Not this kind of dyeing. With dyeing material? Uh, yeah, no,
1: yeah, dyeing, dyeing material. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, that anybody, if you, if you are. Um, have demonstrated your ability to to use the equipment in those studios yeah can take out an access fee and basically use the studios 24-7 really it's pretty amazing
0: oh that is really amazing
1: so on top of that there's dedicated classroom space for um, 2 and 3d art and ceramics there's um, a rentable black box theatre slash community room that's perfect for uh, small dance recitals and lots of film screenings that happen there. There's a dance studio, there's a really active uh, gallery exhibition program that happens in our main space as well as in auxiliary spaces throughout the building. Right. Um, Part of the real estate at CASA is taken over by the University of Lethbridge Conservatory of Music, which offers their uh, music classes for children and adults. Uh, So it's a really when COVID's not shutting everything down, it's a a really active space. Yeah, and I hear some critics talk about how um, nobody uses Casa. It's a small percentage. In 2019, I believe it was 196,000 visitors came through that facility. So
0: yeah, it's a busy place.
1: It is. Yeah, but during peak hours, especially. Yeah,
0: yeah, Um, and. You had said who um people who have proven like if you want to use the printmaking you need to show that you have printmaking or is there a class there you take and once you've taken that class then
1: Yep. Um to demonstrate proficiency it's it's either two ways. Either You've done it in the past, and when you do your studio orientation, they'll just ask you some things that oh, okay. show that you know how to properly use the space. Right. And we do offer extensive educational programs, and a lot of those are tr- to transition people into the studio spaces. Right. So you can take your printmaking class, and then you're able to take out your membership and go work independently. Right. And uh, the same with uh, ceramics. Um, yeah, things like that.
0: So. You were talking about the main gallery space, which is pretty, an amazing space. Yes. Kind of a, not two-parter, but sort of two galleries within one. Would you describe it that way?
1: Yeah, it's kind of been (laughs) a a giant space that's been turned into two separate um, exhibition Exhibition. venues. Yeah. And uh, that's a, we pay um, fair honorariums to artists that exhibit in those spaces and usually artists of... um, Working at a professional level whether they're emerging or mid-career, right? And uh, I try to um, Give preference to artists that have a connection to our community Whether they um, are currently working here or maybe they did university studies here and have since gone on right. and It's a good way to bring them back and highlight the achievements that they've gone on to have Yeah. and then throughout the rest of the building. It's um, it's community and more informal
0: right so yeah. though I
1: recently got approved to start funding some of my auxiliary spaces so I'll be, be a- being able to pay artists fees for more spaces and that's what I'm all about trying to have fair remuneration to artists that exhibit
0: yeah I noticed that when I was sort of going through your website just a bit there are a lot of sort of smaller projects where there is an honorarium given that's that's cool because that's usually the hard thing for artists, and yeah. when you're a, a, you know, sort of a, a small space. I mean, you're not a super small space, but you know, a small space for artists. Lots of times, there's not a lot of money left over, right?
1: <laughs> yes, that's very and yeah, the non for not not for-profit, not for-profit. That's what I was looking for for yeah. the arts. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's hard to find stable funding that you can rely on and predict year to year but uh yeah uh, the allied arts council of lethbridge which manages casa uh, is, does an exceptional job at uh, um finding funds and uh doing proper governance so it's great
0: oh cool and i saw there's is it called shadow boxing or shadow box or something that you're doing on the
1: oh yeah that got that got released <laughs> today that was my call for submissions is yeah
0: that, I saw that and I was like shoo it's May 22nd I'm totally gonna apply
1: yeah uh, inside out is the name of that project that's okay. gonna be happening yeah and that's gonna be happening in rotary square that's on the east side of the building and I'm calling it inside out because obviously the stuff we do inside because of yeah. COVID restrictions we're gonna move outside yeah so There's kind of three components to that. There's a series of shadow boxes that we've uh, built with uh, kind of plexiglass fronts that artists can turn into mini installations and dioramas, and those will go up on our flagpoles at eye level.
0: Oh, cool.
1: We have these 8 by 10 artist kiosks in the square as well. Yeah. And so we're looking for artists to do uh, installations or displays in those.
0: So with those, how would those be affected by COVID? Just...
1: Um, There's only kind of one person that can go in there at a a time time because they are so small. Right, right. So, yeah. Okay, cool. And then uh, a summer salon window display that'll happen in the the big uh, concourse window.
0: Oh, cool. You guys did a summer salon last year, didn't you? Last year
1: when we could open. That was crazy. Yeah, we had 68 artists participate. It was just unreal. Yeah. It was wonderful.
0: That's really cool. When things like that are... Um, opportunities for artists who wouldn't normally maybe bring their work out to be exhibited but when you can sort of be one as a part right. of you know 60 other artists or whatever then it's a little less intimidating sometimes
1: yeah and I've I've been curating in this community for so many years that it was kind of surprising to find people for that one that I hadn't met yet yeah so, new art friends came out of the woodwork <laughs> which was great
0: that is great um So as far as kids, have you guys, I know we're talking here with COVID, so a lot of these things don't apply right now, um, but are there special programs that are for kids or special groups or or that kind of thing?
1: Yeah, we have a very extensive, caveat, yeah, uh, not during COVID, um, extensive educational program that meets the needs of uh, adults, children, and uh, adults with uh, disabilities. Mm. And um, also some subsidized programs for people that uh, might have be prohibited by some of the costs of the classes, which we try to keep as low as we can because we're a cost recovery organization. Yeah. Um, we also have done um, educational programming for people transitioning out of homelessness, and mm. all sorts of workshops and special educational, kind of things for different groups right um, our educational manager can oftentimes tailor um, an educational arts experience for a specific group
0: right right Um, so when you're when you can normally do this yeah Do you have uh, adult programs as well? Like, do you have like a pottery class that happens on every Wednesdays at the publics?
1: Extensive adult educational programming and everything from the foundational things like uh, drawing and painting and ceramics through to printmaking, um, some textile and all sorts of professional development opportunities for artists that already have some experience so it runs the 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 whole spectrum of educational opportunities are there
0: and do you get inspired by the work that comes in is it surprising sometimes seeing the work that comes in
1: oh definitely it's uh (laughs) even after all these years i I still really love my job and i love uh giving opportunities to artists yeah i like i like working with uh like professional artists but i really love um artists that maybe have never shown their work yeah. or maybe shy. They're like, do you mind evaluating my work? I've never shown it to anybody. Yeah. And then looking at it and talking about it and then being, you know what, we have this auxiliary space upstairs, let's talk about having a show. Right. And so then they have their very first public exhibition and yeah. that's the thing that I love the most actually. Yeah,
0: Yeah. very cool. Well, it's, it's a space that is offering opportunity to everybody from every walk of life. Yeah. To I mean, it's our public space, right? It's a public.
1: It is, and space. it's it's free to enter. Uh, donations are accepted to help offset some of our costs, but yeah, when we are open, the public's welcome to just wander in, and there's always something to see, whether it's uh, artists working through the windows of the studios or all the art that's on display, and. Maybe one of our film nights is happening. That's free. So yeah, kids are
0: just... practicing. You can hear them practicing. Oh yeah, their, it's their instruments.
1: It's and... a real multidisciplinary facility, which is nice. We're yeah. music and um, theater and film and visual arts. And when it was first conceived, it was conceived to be an arts incubator, which was the phraseology they used, which was to kind of nurture that production. Mm-hmm. and then have a way to educate the public right
0: so. well and when you walk in the space there's pretty much something on every wall to look at depending if you come in from the west side there's usually that whole wall that has something on it right yes. D kind of all the way down yep. it and then coming into the main and even in the main I, there's just everything to see on every wall
1: yeah and every six to eight weeks it all changes and there's new stuff throughout (laughs) the entire building
0: has that changed a bit with covid as far as putting up new works
1: yeah we closed our our exhibitions early the december exhibitions because we closed and we haven't been able to put up a new show since january Mm -hmm. and always there was the expectation that uh, uh as the numbers decrease um we're ready to go, I've got all the artists lined up and then it's like, sorry, actually we have to push it back. Yeah, And that happened two or three times. And uh, I ended up a month or two ago postponing everything till September. Yeah, And I'm glad I did just with the way that the cases are rising.
0: Yeah, yeah, It's um, we're in Alberta <laughs> for anyone who's listening um, anywhere else. And we have one of the highest uh, in well, North we're America. In, it, yeah. Which is crazy. Yeah. In all of the states and Canada. So it's we got uh,
1: all those knuckle dragon anti maskers.
0: <laughs> it is. Oh, and people not taking the shot drives me nuts too, not wanting to take our our uh
1: Oh man. I've yeah. I've got my first one and like I'm tempted to just try and find a way to <laughs> cheat and push myself to the front.
0: Oh my god, speaking shoot
1: of shoot me up, yeah, please
0: shoot me up. I'll get one here one here (laughs) then we're good Uh, got both my shots at once oh man I was in a line forever when I went in and they kind of trick you it's like I haven't been to Disneyland but someone's saying it's like Disneyland because you get going on this long and you're outside and it's so long and then you see people going in a building and you're like oh sweet getting close getting close and then in the building they had another Another line I was like no yeah (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> so mean-spirited uh, but I got it and it was worth it yeah a couple hours is just fine um, Paul who you know my husband yeah. is immune suppressed so it's like gotta have everything when you can so he
1: probably got his quite early I imagine he did yeah, yeah.
0: and should get it again quite early just because he's high risk Good. so yeah and I have to get mine as soon as I can being as I live with him
1: yeah you know yeah Yeah. Yeah. carries a risk having a partner that's... It
0: you know, does. Like the flu shot, you have to sort of commit to making sure, not that I mind, but yeah, you've got to make sure you stay yeah. safe for him. Good. But uh, so anyone can use the, what are dates for applying? I think I saw May 22nd for your shadow boxes one. What else do you have coming up? May 22nd that for can the still? shadow
1: boxes, May 29th for the um, oh, the eight by ten. The kiosk, yep, yeah. and then uh, putting your painting in the window for display, which is open to any, anybody that wants to participate. In that one's welcome to. Oh, cool. That's June 9th, maybe. I'd have to double check that.
0: Okay, I'll check, and then we can put that link. Sure, I'll that'd put be great. It, the links and the dates, and that we'll we'll make sure those are
1: are yeah. available. And in the in the times before the troubles, I used to post my call for submission in. November Mm. and so I'd ask artists to submit in November December. I would adjudicate Yeah, and then I would set a schedule about a year year and a half out Right, but uh, now
0: with it kind of piling up are you (laughs) I've had to push
1: Programming that should have ended at the end of this year far into next year. Yeah. Yeah So not accepting any submissions for a bit for a bit.
0: Yeah Watch the website if you want to know when. Yes, watch the website. All right. Well, thank you very much. I believe that's just telling us that we're getting down our all right. our battery time. We're all right. So thank you very much for joining us. That was Darcy Logan and we talked to him. Don't forget to check out part one. If you find want to find out about his work and what uh, inspires him and thanks for joining and telling us a bit about CASA.
1: Yeah. And like I, I'll reiterate it CASA is free to visit and the public is welcome and encouraged to attend and come celebrate our varied and wonderful arts community. Cool, thanks.